Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Now here's the thing, if he literally owns the market, if he goes after it, will that be seen as predatory practices? And if he succeeds, will that ever be seen as a monopoly? Class is in. Okay, this is the Rock School Radio Show. Third time's a charm, You're ladies and gentlemen. You're going to make me drink. <laughs> yeah. More. You, you've already brought your More. drink. That's uh, Tammy over there uh, across the table. I'm going to be uh, toasted yeah. by the time this show's over I with. I know. This is our third time doing the first break. I forgot to record it the first time. The second time, it was recorded too loud. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll have to do it a fourth time. But this is at least our third try at it. Let me tell you what's going on on today's show. This is not going to be one of those fun shows where we're giggling and having a good time at it. This is sort of law and money and professional rights and things like that. And I know it's not going to be woohoo, but this is really important to the music industry because it could send shockwaves through how artists are paid. Ooh, I like that. Through radio, through YouTube, through streaming services. Do you remember Irving Azoff? I do. Right. I do. He's the uh, the guy we talked about when we were discussing YouTube. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very upset that YouTube wasn't spending enough money when artists were being streamed. YouTube was hiding behind certain laws that basically stated, look, we we went out of our way to stop people from streaming this, so we're not going to pay on that. And Irving said, "Mm, no, you don't. Mm. See, here's the thing. Quietly, and so quietly, when we talked about Irving Azoff during the YouTube show, I didn't even know he had done this. Back in 2014, Irving Azoff started something called the Global Music Rights, and that's GMR for short. That's what's known now as a professional rights organization, a pro. It is now in league with ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. BMI and ASCAP are the American version. Right, the other one's in uh, England or Europe. That's right, you Mm -hmm. got it. So here's the thing. These are the companies, the pros, are the companies that represent songs and artists and collect royalties and pay them out. Why are there two and three and blah, blah, blah? Because they compete with one another. We'll give you a better deal. The thing is, they are under the auspices of statutory laws. Oh? They can't just pay whatever the heck they feel like. They have, They're regulated, yeah, is what you're saying? they have regulations upon which they have to, to play around with. The thing is, GMR, the Global Music Rights by Irving Azoff, doesn't have to play that game. Oh, he's come on a, now. No, he's a private company. No one gets by the government, right? Oh, well, I'm sure he has to pay taxes, but he doesn't have to play by the statutory rules. And we'll tell you the facts of his new company and the fact that people, major people, this isn't just, you know, Bob's band in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. 
Major people are closing up shop, leaving the other two majors, well, two in America, and they're coming to talk to uh, Irving Azov. Why? And it matters because in 2017, well, we gotta, we can't give the whole show away. So we're going to play some songs. We'll come back. We'll tell you what this means and how media and streaming services and all of that are freaking out, ladies Ooh, like and gentlemen. So we got to play stuff. These are, in fact, the whole playlist today, going to be songs by artists who have already said goodbye to the other pros, packed up shop, and signed on with Global Music Rights Get Together by Irving Azoff, Pete Townsend, Rough Boys. That's a big name. When it gets played, it's under GMR. Here it is, here on Rock School. Pete Townsend here on Rock School. He split from BMI. As a matter of fact, BMI has a page on their website where they list all of the people who have left BMI. I don't think it's for the general public, although it is on their general public side of the website. Okay. It's probably for businesses and such that want to find out why can't I make payments to Pete Townsend. Why can't I find a way to do something with Pete Townsend through BMI? Well, yeah, let me ask you this. Yeah. When they switch over to this other person, this uh-huh. other pro, everything that they had on the other uh, Site. people's catalog yeah. is gone? Is all of their music gone out of that catalog? Look, as far as I know, that's what I read. It okay. goes over to the other catalog and they are now representing. So if you want to use their song, their what have you, Pete Townsend's song, you now have to deal with GMR. Okay. And that's going to be a bother. Why is that's that going to be a bother? Tell well, me. that's the big pitching point, and it's going to take me a moment to get to that. All right. I got a break here, and then it's the third break where you're going to really find out why this GMR I'm is not attracting going anywhere. people. I'm here. Okay, BMI announced the following have also left. Uh, Pete Townsend, by the way, was effective the first day of 2016. Glenn Fry was effective the first day of 2015. I'm sure that now it's the Glenn Fry uh, family yeah. that mm-hmm. is in charge of that. Don Henley same thing. John Lennon, the same thing, which I'm sure is Yoko Ono. Oh, that's huge. Paul Overstreet has left as well. Scarlet Moon has left as well. Uh, now, the people who are represented by Irving Azoff have already left as well. That's Van Halen, Journey Fleetwood Mac, Smokey Robinson, Megadeth, and the estate of Gershwin. It's also been stated that, um, where is his name? Pharrell is also leaving. Now here's the thing. Why do we care? Okay, and what did I what did I name there? Twelve names. Twelve biggies. But I get that's the thing. That's the pitch. Keep that in mind. They okay. are they they're, are big they're, and they're bigger than big, fat and rich. And yo, I get it. Okay. Why do we care? Because at the end of 2016 and the beginning of 2017, and this is all going to be nice and quiet. The vast majority of the contracts with ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC are going to expire. I told you that GMR was created in 2014. Right. It was created earlier enough, two years back, that this Irving Azoff guy could start getting in touch with people. 
He had two years to pitch this thing so that major artists would have two years to sit around and go, hmm, maybe when my contract is up, and by the way, the contracts are coming up, so there could be very soon a mass exodus of people from ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, and they got to go somewhere. And there's a reason why Azoff wants this humongous exodus over to him. And you say to yourself, well, it's because he wants to represent a lot of people. Oh, no. It's because he wants a certain kind of leverage. And once he has that leverage, he's going to be able to do something that the other three can't do. And that's the pitching point of having a new pro. Again, I told I, you, this is... My this head is, is spinning. I, I yeah. can't even... I don't know. I don't know. It has to do with streaming. It has to do with streaming. Well, it it, I know at this point it sounds like a sneaky, a sneaky Pete Con job, but it's not. It's pretty straightforward and already lawsuits are coming back against it. Uh-uh. So let's play another one. I said Fleetwood Mac was on their way out and they are. So here you go. It's Fleetwood Mac here on Rock School. Fleetwood Mac here on Rock School. Okay, what's the selling point of a brand new pro, a brand new one of these professional rights organizations? Why would anybody care to go with this global music rights thing that uh, Irving Azoff has put out? Ready, ready? What's he offering? Money. Straightforward. Money. That's all there is to it. Nobody's making any money on selling music. Remember, in the 1970s, 1980s, there were always two streams of money if you were a musician. There was the sale of music, and there was also touring. And the old joke was you either made music to tour or you toured to make music. music, Right, one supported the other. Well, here's the problem. One has been completely relieved of you. So you now have the idea of touring. That's it. Now, if you're a major artist, if you're Bruno Mars, if you're Beyonce, you're fine. The thing is, if you're not, touring doesn't support you anymore. And we talked earlier on this show, I mean, it was a a while back, but we talked about the new 360 deal that is being sort of forced upon artists where in terms of the 360 deal, the um, company that signs you not only has your music, they have everything. They have a yep. piece of everything. If you have a stream of money, anything. They own it. They it's not own it, but they take a piece of it. So that's the 360 deal. Here's the thing. Azoff, now remember, he's a music executive and also a personal manager. He states he will pay an artist a solid 30% more than the three other pros. Okay, that's a nice selling point. Now, here's the thing. Is he going to pay this out of his own pocket? Well, no, of course not. This this whole thing about, you know, charging a 10% tax on Mexico. Mexico's just not going to pay that tax. What's going to happen is everybody here is going to charge everything, you know, 10% more. We're going to pay the tax. I mean, that's that's the way it's going to go. Come back to the music, baby. I got it. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. YouTube is going to be told. You're going to pay more money if you're going to pay my artist or if you're going to play my artist. He's going to strong arm everyone for more money. That's the point. That's the leverage. You want to play my artists? Radio? You're going to pay 30% more. I figured he would just take less himself in order to give them more. Please. 
Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Right. He and a guy named Randy Grimmett, I assume, G-R-I-M-M-E-T, or maybe Grimmett, uh, who was also in charge of ASCAP for a while, has started this GMR, and that's their pitch. He, the, the guy who's in charge of this thing, Irving yeah. Azoff, and this Randy Grimmett, Grimmett, are attempting to create such a cavalcade of stars that they will have leverage over top of streaming services, YouTube, radio, I mean, name it. What is the point where people aren't willing to pay? Well, that's the question. It looks like Azoff is going to have the ability, if he can pull it off, He's going to have the ability to say, look, you know, you want to play my stuff? You got to pay 30% more and I'm passing. And he's going to wrap himself in the, in you know, bacon. the flag of wonderful bacon. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That this is all for the artists and to the consumer. It's going to look wonderful because the consumer's not going to pay. We don't pay to stream. We don't pay to listen to radio. We don't pay to get on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I know YouTube Red. I get it. But the fact remains, he's going to strong arm, or at least that's the way I see it. And that's the way a lot of media sees it because lawsuits are coming back. And you say to yourself, now, come on. Okay, so what? I don't hear the who. So what? I don't hear Fleetwood Mac. I, st- I see all this stuff. There's also a belief that the Sony ATV catalog, i.e., the Beatles, i.e. all of Sony's musicians, yeah. major, major pe- people, are right now in negotiations to leave ASCAP and join up with Azoff, which means roughly 15% of all music that's played out there, pow, gone. It's now with GMR. He's going to have leverage. This... Will it work? I don't know. I don't know. It, it kind of it kind of doesn't sound right to me. I don't know. It we'll sounds see. like something's going to go wrong. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever gets you through the night, John Lennon on Rock School. First break here on Rock School. Now, if you're a business person and you've already heard that Azoff is going to strong arm at 30% more, fine. Why doesn't ASCAP and BMI and CSAC just simply raise their rates to compete? Well, Just meet it. Right. I don't know anything about CSAC. I don't know about those things, but they, ASCAP and BMI here in the United States, simply can't do it. They're not allowed. They're underneath a blanket fee structure and statutes set by the United States government. Until they're given permission, they cannot function independently of them. They're not allowed to do it. And so this guy, Azoff, can do just about anything he wants. And do you remember we did an entire show on the fact that the government is now talking about that 100% statute? You and I write a song. It doesn't matter if you only gave me two words and I own 98% of the song. We own the same amount. Right, we own the same amount. Azoff doesn't know anything about that. None of that applies to him. Really? No. No, come on. You can't be above the law. Well, he is He is in that element because he is a private corporation. He's not of the government. How about that? Ooh. The question is, can he deliver all these things that are restricting ASCAP and BMI and all these rules that they must play inside of? He doesn't know a thing about them. He can set up whatever fee structure he wants. He can actually count words if he wants. He won't. But he could count words if he wanted. Now, that 30% is the kicker. 
Will people do it? Now, we're going to get into it here in a moment, but can he do it? Can it were, he pay if it? If it were this easy, why didn't somebody do right. it a long time ago oh, and, right. and make it a corporation? Right. What, what, what are we missing here? Can he do it? Mm. That's the question. Can he pay another 30%? We're going to look at that. Who's listening to us? That's uh, WYAP in Clay, West Virginia. Fantastic. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Out of the break, can he do it? Can Azoff deliver 30% more? All we can do is look at how BMI and ASCAP work and CSAC to a, you know, a way. Can he do it? Well, I don't think he can. Possibly. And again, these are not my thinkings. These are from articles that I read. It is said that only a dime of all fees that come into ASCAP and BMI from public performance rights go to the artists. Thus, cut overhead and there's your money. If he, Azoff, is able to cut his fees, able to cut his overhead mm-hmm. enough, right. sure he can do it. Of course. If it's just a guy with a, you know, a green... A guy in a closet with a computer, right? Yeah, a green hat and rolled up sleeves. It's entirely possible he can do it. Enough money. He could do it with the same amount of money coming in. He just has to cut the fees down to next to nothing. But he doesn't want to do that. Or, and this is the one that he, Azoff, is attempting to do. Build a big enough client base so that you literally own the market. Now, here's the thing. If he literally owns the market, if he goes after it, will that be seen as predatory practices? And if he succeeds, will that ever be seen as a monopoly? Well, in radio, we don't like it that only a few people own the entire market. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And that's where he'll run to. Clear Channel or Cumulus Sirius or iHeartRadio or anything like that. They come in and they own the whole market. Why in the world can't I come in with my people? And the thing is, right now, radio listenership is kind of flat. So if he, Azoff, literally takes away 40% of all artists that are played on the radio, could you lose all the Fleetwood Macs? Could you lose all the Beatles? Could you lose all of that? And would the audience even care? And you know what? That's a fair question. It really is. If for some reason for the remainder of this month, you never, and it's not a bad thing for a radio station to try, go ahead and lose all the who. Go ahead and lose all the Fleetwood Mac. Go ahead and lose all the Van Halen. Lose all the Beatles. Lose all the Rolling Stones. And see if anybody complains. Don't say a word. Just do it. See if anybody complains. You dirty dog. It's worth a try just to see if Azoff's strong arm would do anything. Hmm, he said. (laughs) Let's play another one from an artist that's going to make his way into Azoff's cavalcade of stars. You really got a hold on me, Smokey Robinson, here on Rock School. There's Smokey Robinson representing the Motown side of jumping over to GMR, the Azoff thing. If you were an artist 
Would you do it? Would you do it? Would I you don't jump? Know. You I, know, I don't know. What, off, what? off air early in the show, the first thing you said to me was, oh, come on. How much money does Van Halen need? And you, Oh, how much does Guns N' Roses need and all that kind of stuff? Well, right now, there was a point where that argument actually held some weight when they had the sales of music coming in. There isn't any anymore. When you look at how much an artist makes off of streaming, it's nothing. It's literally nothing. It's like $100 a month, and you think, oh, that can't be true, Joe. Yeah, it is. You should go on the, the internet and start looking at what they make. It's I get nothing. It. I get it, but we're also talking about artists who have so much money. And Doesn't I, matter. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But you're talking, you know, you're talking to a person who lives on very little. What, me? Me and I guess you. compared to them. Oh, compared to anyone. Yeah. But uh, we, we live on very little money. Um, we're not destitute, but I know what you're saying. Compared to Led Zeppelin, compared to Pete Townsend, I guess so. But that doesn't mean that they're not allowed to do it. Welcome to, you know, capitalistic society. It doesn't mean we should tear it down and, you know... Start again from sticks no, and bricks. I didn't mean that. I just yeah. meant that at that point in life, coming from someone who doesn't have a lot, yeah. If you think about how much they have, I mean, doesn't there come a point where you're like, eh, that's really not going to change my life anymore? Wow, did you vote for Bernie Sanders? I did love Bernie. <laughs> All right. I did love him. <laughs> I, I felt the burn, let wow. me tell you. Bottom of the hour, I'm Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Wow. Here are the rock and roll dates for seven days and 70 seconds, 13th of February, all the way through February 19th. Something that happened on those rock and roll dates. Go, Bernie. Here's Monday. February the 13th, 1972, Led Zeppelin is forced to cancel a gig in Singapore when local officials, seeing their long hair, refuse to let them off the plane. You kids and your rock and roll. February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. 1966, Simon and Garfunkel's Sounds of Silence is certified gold. February 15th, 1977, Sid Vicious joins the Sex Pistols. Feb 16th, 1974, Elton John releases Benny and the Jets. February 17th, 1965, Tennessee Waltz is declared the state's official song. And which, you know uh, which state I'm talking say, about. Which state was that? February 18th, 1973, the nationally syndicated radio series, the King Biscuit Flower Hour premieres featuring Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And then finally, February 19th, 1982, Ozzy Osbourne is wearing a dress when police in San Antonio arrest him for urinating on the Alamo. Uh, it was, what was that, three years ago? Oh, the Alamo's so much smaller than you yeah. think it is. We went to the Alamo, and of course, me, dummy, the first thing I did was go up to one of the people that worked there and looked at him and said, uh, where did Ozzy Osbourne, and before I could finish the sentence, he, the guy pointed and he went, he peed over there. Apparently, he's asked this question hundreds of times during the and day. And it is so public to it do is. that. I mean, you are in the middle yeah, of everyone. You are. Shame on you, Ozzy. Don Henley, Boys of Summer, here on Rock School. Into the second break here on Rock School. Can he do it? Can he do it? Okay, I gave you two ways he could do it. Change the fee structure so that 
you can just simply go ahead and alter how the artists get paid because apparently only a dime goes to the people. Okay, that's fine. Right. Build a big enough client base that there's no choice but to. And you asked me off air, do you think a radio station would actually do well, that? Well, do you? No, I don't think so. No, I wouldn't fall on my sword. I need to keep up an audience. Oh. So, all right. Can it be done? Uh, well, no, there's no money, number one. And secondarily, streaming services simply don't have the cash to go ahead and do this. And there's, you know, I guess if you want to get 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 down to the nitty gritty, Spotify really isn't a streaming service. Yeah, yeah, I know they stream. But what they are is the face of multiple uh, music companies so here's the question. If this guy's going to try and strong arm all these music companies, why don't they just get together and start a fifth, uh, you know, pro? Amen, brother. Yeah. So I mean, you can only play this game so long. You know what? Start Be- a 20th one and just right. have one great person with you. Right. Before somebody takes their ball and goes home. Yeah. So also radio ownership laws and multiple station ownership has made it so the funds are simply not there i know when you go into a town and you hear okay there's 20 radio stations here well there wouldn't be 20 uh there's seven radio stations here the thing is they may be owned by only two companies right so four of them are really only one station and exactly. i know i know what you're saying well no there's four positions on the dial no 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 there's one floor of a building And there are four rooms that are putting out these four signals. Yep. So you're not attacking four stations. You're attacking one owner. iHeartRadio. Yeah, it ain't there. Hey, 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 let me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. What do you think about the people who own radio jumping in on this? They will. I'm going to tell you about it in just a second. Really? Oh, yeah. And you know for a fact YouTube ain't going down without a monstrous fight. Remember, they're owned by Google. They oh, got yeah, Oh, they got, they got some money. cash. Oh yeah, they got Google money. They it's, got sweatpants and like sweatshirts and they do. cash, man. They do. They do. And you've seen their place. They can sit in beanbag chairs and play ping pong while they're waiting for you just to run oh, out of I cash. Oh, I love it. Oh yeah. Who's listening to us? That would be W O U B in Athens, Ohio. I love Ohio. I really do. Back in a minute here on the Rock School Radio show. the break. I told you radio has already begun to fight, right? Yes, you did say that. Even though there has been a convergence of radio stations, i.e. multiple owners, multiple stations, that kind of thing, there is still a radio music licensing committee. And this committee speaks for the majority of radio stations, not everyone belongs, but they speak for the majority do of radio stations. Do they meet on Tuesdays? They do. Do everybody, they bring cookies? Everybody bring a covered dish and uh, they get to wear uh, satin jackets. Where are they? That's right. And when they walk in, they all snap their fingers <gasps> like at the beginning of West Side Story. Ooh, I want to right. belong to this. <laughs> sure, it's wonderful. Sharks and the Jets. 
Uh, they have filed a federal court complaint against Azoff's GMR. And if you're really interested, once again, they're called the Radio Music Licensing Committee or the RMLC, and you can find their releases online. They're written because they're for radio people. They're written in very small words. Uh, and Yes, no, uh, and, maybe. Uh, right, and if you uh, read them, you have to read them in a radio voice. Oh, yeah. and it has to be on a clock dial also, right? It does. 10 after 7, That's 7 right. after 10. It's, uh, it's 5 minutes past the top of the hour. And so this is what's happening with the Radio Music Licensing Corporation. So let's... Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm right. so turned on. We have beaten that joke into the ground. Uh, it says here that right now, the Radio Music Licensing Committee has placed GMR's share of radio music at 5 to 7.5 radio already. So how about that? This is before the exodus of late 2016, early 2017, which is going on right now. Notice how quiet it is. It and is you, quiet. Right. And you say to me, oh, it's not really happening. Yeah. It is happening, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Scary. Remember that GMR is asking for a more substantially higher rate than any other pro. And it says here, quote, they say their music is, and I'm taking this right from one of the RMLC complaints, that their music is quantitatively more valuable than those of any other pro. Thus, GMR deserves a bonus. Okay. There is also something on their website that tells radio stations what they should do. Number one, pay. That's their number one suggestion. Thanks, guys. Really? Stand up for us. Number two, stop playing the songs. These guys are geniuses. Welcome to the world of radio. Oh, my gosh. Number three, play but don't pay at the higher rate. And then immediately they warn against this. Again, welcome to the world of radio. It sounds like a consultant got involved to me. Do you think? Consultants, thank you. Uh, and then finally, join an antitrust lawsuit against GMR claiming uh, it will soon be a monopoly. Why isn't that number one? But, I, I, you know, they didn't call me. They didn't call me. You know, I, I, I could be ready in a half an hour, but they didn't call me. So, All right, let's play something else. Paul Overstreet has joined. Here you go. That's him right here on Rock School. Daddy's come around, mama's way Come around, mama's way Thank you Yeah, daddy's come around Mama's way of thank you Last break here on Rock School And I saved it for the idea of What do we think? Not that we have ever been right in our suggestions. So if you're looking to place a bet on this, you might want to opposite of what we say. Do you think this is going to work? Do you think GMR is going to succeed? I don't know. I think radio is going to fail at their effort. I, so do I, because you can see how strongly they put together their arguments. I know, huh? Yeah, well. I, th- I think the only one that has a chance <laughs> is, is Google. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, they have, they have successfully pockets. fighting it. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, my opinion is no. And the reason it's no is because people aren't going to sit back and get punched in the face. Number one, radio doesn't have the money. Right. That's all there is to it. Radio doesn't care enough, I don't think. I, I would like to say that that's true. The stations that are playing the vast majority of people are the little independent stations. They simply don't have the money. And to no. be honest with you, they'll just stop playing the people. Right. And what they'll do is they'll look around for their local audience and they'll go, okay, who are the people that we can afford? All right. It's Elvis all day, folks. Well, it's not so much Elvis. What'll happen is because of this, the GMR people will get all these big people out of the way and then the next thing you know, 
you'll have a lot of local artists who have their CDs and hey, look, listen to this radio station. Now really? I'm listening to 10 people out of Baton Rouge. I got 20 people out of a meet. Oh yeah, I think independent radio oh, stations you're may have it. luck. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't. That's what I would do. I got to fill the air. Well, you do. Yeah, but who says I have to listen? You don't. I have music on my uh, on my uh, iPhone. Yeah, thanks for hurting my soul. Uh, I think GMR may even start their own radio stations. They may become a radio ownership entity unto themselves and may jump into markets. They may buy one station in multiple major markets. So there's the GMR station in New York, the GMR station in Chicago, what, makes what that, have you. What makes that any better than iHeartRadio? It doesn't. In terms of ownership, it no. doesn't. But they're going to play the bands that... If they you, own. Right. If you point at somebody and go, who are the big rock bands? No, Fleetwood Mac and Van Halen on right, them. There yeah. you go. And okay. they own them. Uh, the only problem is, I think that, again, people aren't going to sit down and get punched in the face. I think you're going to see other pros pop up if this starts to work. And I think you're also going to see YouTube tell them to go jump in a lake. Ooh. To be honest with you, I don't think YouTube is going to stay free for a whole, mo- whole lot longer. So many of my kids are so proudly proclaiming to me, I use an ad blocker. I don't see advertisements on YouTube. YouTube isn't going to put up with that forever. They need to make money, and I think it's going to be within five years. YouTube is going to say, you know what? Our free side, forget it. Really? It's going to be for just people uploading things without music. You want to see music? You got to sign up for YouTube Red. I think that's where it's going. Wow. That's Joe's opinion. And the kids, it's going to be the same reason MTV doesn't play videos anymore. Mm -hmm. It's because a generation decided to steal music, which was the beginning of music not having any intrinsic value. YouTube is going to die as a music point. You're going to have to go to YouTube Red. They're just not going to do it for free. I got you. You There's this proclamation. I don't watch the, I'm so smart. I use an ad blocker. You're going to destroy it. You're going to destroy it. you got to look at the ads. I look at them. Yeah, so there. That'll do it. Interesting? Very interesting. So there. Back next week with another show. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. You know, if I mention Van Halen, I have to play them. Humans. Humans. Being. You're kidding me? I can work Van Halen into a muffin recipe. I'm going to take that out when you're not listening. (laughs) There you go. It's Van Halen. That'll do it. Class is dismissed.